Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Radio Show. It is an episode, um, which I don't actually remember what number it is, and I've just asked everybody to find out, because I completely forgot to check before the show. We're so organised. Has anybody been able to work out what show number it is? Why uh, bother looking? You, not bothered looking. <laughs> right, thanks, Carol. Gas Teamwork. Back. Yeah, Gaz back. Yeah. Oh, give me It's got to be one, eight... No, it's going to be 194. 194? It can't be. <sighs> we're on 194. Wow. Yeah, because it was bite sized last week, last time, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So we're oh on 194. Oh my gosh, it is 194. Wow, look at that. It's almost like John didn't trust you. Um, <laughs> I thought it was like 187. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that 187 was actually 193 when I posted the wrong episode and then had oh, to put the right. What's yeah, that's what's confusing yeah. you. Anyway, uh, good evening. How are we all? How, John, how are you? I'm good. Well, I'm not good. Why were you not good? I've just found out that Splash Mountain's closed while I'm at Disney World. You have, yes. Yes, yeah, my whole holiday ruined. Yeah, and we we, we rumoured that uh, the reason is because Uncle Remus is is going Absolutely. in. Absolutely. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Instead of Brer Frog, you're gonna have instead of the Brer Frog um, animatronic as you go up the first lift hill, we're gonna have Uncle Remus stuck in that hut. They're just gonna squash him in. Mm. Um, that's thing, the thing is, though, you just alienated anyone that's under thirty. I think. Do you reckon? I think so. No, that's not true, actually. Susan, you know who Uncle Remus is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Adam. I think we've just alienated anyone. Under Maybe 30. under twenty-five. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hello, Susan. Hi! How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And um, you've got some news to share, haven't you? I have some amazing news. If it's, anyone hasn't been on our Twitter it, recently. Yeah, it's due in December. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, is that not it? <laughs> God, Jesus, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have got some news, go on. I have some news. Um, well, I... As you know, we recently went to Disney and I came back with a ring on my finger. Hooray! <laughs> Woo! So Susan's getting I got married. Engaged. Is it going to be a Disney themed wedding? Well, the thing is, my friends are saying, well, seeing as he proposed to you in Disney, it's only fair if you have a West Ham theme, you know, share out the obsession. A West Ham know. theme? Nope. No. You're not. No. Wow. <laughs> you don't want a West Ham theme. Like, perhaps do West Ham colours, but do a Disney theme. You could do that. What? Have hidden Mickeys everywhere. Uh-huh. Only I know where they yeah, are. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Wow. You could incorporate the hammers. You could have, like, a Thor table. <laughs> kind of mixes the two together. Could do the Claret and Blue. Claret but and anyway, blue. this is a Disney podcast. <laughs> yeah, so this is not the Hammers podcast. Yes, to be honest, that'd last about two minutes. Um, so, uh, Gareth is with us as well. Hello, Gareth. 
Hello, Adam. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Have you missed me? <coughs> There's no need to lie. You already said you haven't, so... No, no, we have. We've missed you immensely. Haven't we? Yes, of course we have. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Cough, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gareth, we miss you. <laughs> You, you, um, see, you, look, you look like you really miss me while you're enjoying yourselves in Disneyland Paris. Yes. So yeah, we were missing Katie as well. Yeah, and Katie's oh. not here again. She's she's like all loved up again, isn't she? Oh, um, it's her anniversary. It's her anniversary today. Her husband's been home, and they've not like they've been surgically attached to each other ever since. Um, no, it's their wedding anniversary today, so they're not here. They're having some posh dinner out of the place they got married, I think. I think it is the place they got married. Yeah, yeah. but they've been making IKEA furniture all day, so yeah. they might not. They Such might have made it out for the dinner. <laughs> yeah, they might. They might be at home chatting each other, and and we felt a bit su- a bit sorry for Susan being the only female on the show, because she's obviously with all this butch men, she's um totally out outnumbered. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's a, a Disney podcast. Of course, we're all butch men. Okay. Um, yes. Um, yes, so, yes. so we've drafted in the backup. We've we've brought on a we've brought on a substitute, and sat next to me is Gwen. Hello. hello. What what was that? Hello. It was just a hello. Is it? A no, posh... Gwen, you've got to do everything in a Geordie accent. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> accents are terrible. She's got I'm a posh really, accent. I, she can't yeah. do Geordie accent. And can I just say that I know who Uncle Remus is, and despite Adam being a hell of a lot older than me, I am under the age of thirty. Yeah. So well, Gareth, yeah. Do so that is. Gareth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I knew. As soon as you said under thirty, I was like, no, there's definitely at least one weirdo who knows Ungarimus is under thirty. But uh, anyway, that's by the by. So uh, this evening, what we're going to be doing is talking to Susan about her uh, trip to Disneyland Paris, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm just hoping that the engagement isn't on the bad or the ugly list. And um, <laughs> once we've done that, we're bringing back something we've not done for a little while, which is the Disney debates, where we're going to pit everybody against each other. And they've got to argue for or against on particular Disney topics. And of course, I've been kind to everybody, as I always am. Um, so let's head over to Susan Staff with then. So you've just returned from your second trip in like three weeks, have you not? Yep, oh, that's true. So the first trip was with the geeks. Yeah. The second trip. Ma- uh, manly geeks. Manly geeks. Uh, butch geeks. Uh, hang on a second. I'm pretty sure John had diamantes on his face from the giant trip. That's not you, sweetheart. <laughs> did you? Oh, I oh, did, did you not know? know that? Yeah, I, I got diamantes. That's amazing. Can I confirm? And there are imaging proofs. Oh, you must put those up. Yes, I, I must be a, there must that. be a picture of the diamond. I did got diamonded in the morning of the. I, I was the 25th anniversary. I was all excited for the, you know. Oh, that's what I'm excited. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so do you want to go through kind of what happened with your goods, your bads, and your uglies? I've got. I mean, I haven't got too many because obviously you guys always cover so much, and it's virtually all the same what I've got going on now. Okay, that's cool. Um, but my main good is Thunder Mountain. Uh, I've ridden it about three times, and every single time I got the sounds, I got the special effects, and the boon. And the sound making your ears bleed. And the sound making my ears bleed. So that was amazing. And I'm not, well, I'm not, wasn't really too sort of on the app and of whether it got broke down as much, but it, it was fine when I went. Where like, it actually stayed up. It stayed, I think, even wow. to the point of nearly a whole day, Adam, I think. I could even say, uh, sort of, without my, could get some facts wrong, but I didn't see any problems at all. Well, that's good. Like, 
Well, that's it's good because uh, it means if they fixed it, at least it's not going to keep going down, and they're going to have to put it down for a lengthy refill. Yeah, but both times, well, three times I've I've uh, I rode it, there were only three carriages going along, so I think they made the mistake of pushing four carriages because both like every time I, I saw went on it there was only three carriages going along yeah because john you were saying it was due to them hitting a mark wasn't it on the track so, yeah so i was told by a uh, massive tech nerd who um we met up with while we were there where katie and i were there um <clears throat> and they told me that um they, they have each car's got to hit a certain point before the next car is dispatched and if he, that car hasn't hit the mark then it just stops the whole ride shuts the whole ride down um, oh, yeah, so that was probably that it. was the that's issue. What keeps happening, which is why right. when you go to the if they're doing four cars, if you get to the loading area, you'll find that they are loading it so quickly. Yeah, I suppose they have to. Mm. Don't they? It's really fast because mm. they've got to make sure that every car is at the right point in time. And um, yeah, so I think that's, that's perhaps point. what's happening. Fair enough. Okay, so if it's three, it might not be as bad as it is if there's four. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm. that's cool. So that's a good. Oh, that's good that's news. Good. Um, the second one, um, I don't know, is it called concierges? You know, the people at the front desk when you go into restaurants? What we call, oh, so like, uh, the I don't know what you front call desk. them. Maitre d's, yeah. Hosts, yeah. Hosts, that's Hosts. it. Hosts. Oh, yeah. Hosts are, were really, like, were really sort of understanding and quite nice, really, because we uh, went into City Hall on Monday and just gambled when is there any sort of reservations for a chaise remy the next day. And uh, the lady at the front desk said, unfortunately, there's only three o'clock, um, which um, you kind of want to go a little bit later. Yeah, it's a bit of a um, I said, is there any chance, do you think, if we roll up the day of, that there'll be any cancellations? And she was like, well, at the moment, they, they are looking fully booked, so I can't obviously confirm or deny. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, we'll give it a go. So we went, obviously, there the next day. Um about 12 o'clock we sort of went well we're, we're booked in at three is there any chance we can go later because three o'clock's a bit earlier i mean we've just i mean our hotel did breakfast and so we were still quite full really at 12 like that like, even at 12 that yeah. i think at three o'clock we wouldn't even want it we want would want their steak yeah and uh he was so lovely he said you know what i have i have a table at five and i can fit you in I was like, brilliant! Thank you so much. And it was, it was, it was, it wasn't like it was any hassle, any not so hassle, but it, it was, it was just a really nice guy. I wish I remembered his name, because uh, it, it was. I mean, it's, it felt a bit weird that it didn't look like he was straight, like it looked like it was really hard to change the res, like the time. Like, oh, were they actually really busy? But he managed to do it, and he was really nice about it. So that was going in my good. Because they were doing it with Disney magic. I don't know what it is about booking, but we found this in Disney World as well, that they tell you that there aren't any times left for something. <laughs> but yeah, actually, there's loads. So when we... I told you all the story about going turning up at, um, at Crystal Palace and it's saying it's fully booked for the entire day. And when we arrived, he said, eight o'clock's dead. There'll be nobody in. We can fit you in no problems whatsoever. And he said, and I don't know why the system tells you that it isn't. Um, but... It may be that I don't know if they use the same system as they do in Disney World. I guess they probably yeah. do. Oh, it's all the people at fault. like City Hall, the reservation only have a certain amount that they can book on their system, and then obviously if you and then the different sort of a, they open up more with the people at the host at the front desk. So yeah. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, like you know when like in theatre shows, like certain companies only have a certain amount of seats that they can allocate. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, be. could be that. But it's good to hear that, that Disney and Paris are, are kind of doing that with table services. I've not really had much dealings with regards to 
having to change reservations and things because quite often to be honest when there's no Paris I don't eat at sit down restaurants and the only time I have was share me and I booked it ages in advance to make sure I definitely got the time I wanted but other than that I don't know anybody else Gareth John have you had any kind of experience I've never had to change oh no I've never really had to change reservations I've always been I've always managed to pretty much get what I wanted Okay. Oh, they're getting so, so big, it's coming through explain. my microphone. Go on. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, Gareth, have you... Do you uh, book many... No, the, the only time I've, I've done it is um, Cafe Mickey in Uberge on the Cinderon. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. The, yeah. But yeah, but I book those really far in advance. Somebody's got far too much money if you're thinking in Uberge. I'll tell you, you lot, between... Oh, you. I, I, wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> no. All right, yeah, all right. Just all right. me. Yeah, he's there, you know, champagne, the lot. It was a special I... occasion. What? What? Was it? Oh, because it's the 25th anniversary. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, okay, that's good to know. Um, just on a quick brief, I don't know whether you're going to mention Cafe Mickey, are you, Susan? No. Oh, that's good. Can I, can I just mention Cafe Mickey about the, when we went on the last trip, about how terrible it now is? It's an Italian restaurant. It's an Italian restaurant, but it still looks like Cafe Mickey. Do you think people are actually walking in there thinking, oh, this is still Cafe Mickey, sit down and be like, oh. I don't know. But it's just weird because it still looks like Cafe Mickey, but they're now serving Italian food. And we went past late one evening, didn't we? And there was like one family in the yeah. whole restaurant. Yeah. It's not even opening for lunch. It's only opening in the evening. Oh, that's weird. It's quite a long way to go just to have some dinner. Like if you're in the park and if you've got a family who's tired, to walk them all the way down there to have some food and then to walk them all the way back. I bet again. that was the only place to have character meals before, you see. So that was the place everyone went yeah, to. No, I but know, now, but why would you bother now? Especially when the characters are in the park. Okay, what else have you got? You got some more goods? Um, just one more good. And it's just standard good. Is Mickey Magician? Like, always. And and remember I went with you, John, last time, and and, um, Pride Rock didn't come out. It came out. I was was like, oh, my God! Gotta love a bit of pride. (laughs) I have to say, though, as well, Susan, just on that note, when we we watched it with Susan, she said, oh, when when the um, Friend Like Me sequence came on, she said, this is just like Aladdin. Okay. She, She was right. It pretty much is. Of oh, course, because like you've seen it. We'll talk about it. I forget version. you've seen Aladdin. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, we want, I want to hear how your uh, trip review on Yeah, Aladdin we'll come to that as well. Oh have, you got, have you got any more goods? Um, no, that's my last good. Okay. Um, so bad, bad, what you got? Um, standard, self sticks and smoking. Right. So the point, actually, we didn't mention this when we was what do, when we were talking about the 25th, that we actually had someone smoking behind us, didn't we? We did. Right behind us when we was waiting for uh, the cavalcade. Yeah, that and then he put a cigarette out on the pavement and then I put my hand in the ash. Oh. Yeah. And there was a woman smoking on the other side. There was a woman smoking directly in front of us on the other side of the path and there was a cast member stood right in front of them and we were watching them and the cast member didn't even <laughs> notice. Yeah. I mean, that's also going on my bad as well. Like, where was the cast? I didn't see no cast members at all when I was there. Like just walking around, like you think they're like just nobody. Right. Compared to in Walt Disney World, where they're everywhere, photo passes are everywhere. Like even people that like cleaners and stuff like that. Well, where are they? Were like, there still no... kind of announcements before the parades and things about smoking and all that sort of stuff and selfie sticks? Yeah, they yeah, they're still, still there. there. Okay. Um, but I've got a thing about the selfie sticks, but that's going in my ugly. Okay, right. Um, Keep going so on your what... bad then before you get there. <laughs> well, I've got my last bad. Yeah. Um, apparently, health and safety were in. Oh uh, yeah! Today, the, the day I went to go and see it, because the uh, Toy Story float 
the uh, circus sort of cage things. Cage of death was not working. No, so I wonder whether it's oh, it could be one of three things: either health and safety have come back off holiday and said, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, <laughs> this needs to stop. It wasn't working, or the cast members were off that day. I don't yeah, because I, I think you have to probably have a sort of circus qualification to be in there. I don't think you could just. For those people who don't know what we're talking about, imagine like the inside of a tumble dryer, but rather than it spinning round, someone stood inside it, and they have to kind of walk round it as it goes up and round. And to make sure the person on the opposite side, you have to really trust they, um, the yeah. same Pantelot motion. Was out of action today. Oh, was it? Oh. Oh, what's yeah. that about? Peter Pamazet wasn't in the parade today. Okay. Interesting. So apparently there was a bit of a technical fault. Technical fault. And don't happen. worry, John Maleficent was still breathing her lush spire. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so basically, day. basically, you can either have the wheel of death, maleficent, <laughs> or, or maleficent burning people. Yes, you only, right. you only, you only, only like two, two out of three. Well, it's a bit like Big Thunder all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Big Thunder stops breaking down, but the <laughs> yeah, but the parades at it. Parades at it. Okay. But I mean, to be fair though, some of those floats are ten years old. Yes. Mm. The, I mean, the the the, the pit pantal is ten years old. It's quite impressive, so, the new one, though. It's understandable. It's huge. It is massive. Because it's not understandable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not understandable. That's my. That's your favourite float. Um, okay, so what that's have you got in your ugly? Uh, I've just got one ugly. Um, going back to the selfie sticks, there were actually people selling selfie sticks outside. No. One euro, one euro, one euro, one euro. One euro, yeah. one euro, one euro. One euro, one euro. They were selling them right outside. Um... And it just made me like, I was like, didn't they not know? So they, I feel sorry, well, not say so sorry, because the cast members aren't even telling them to, to put it away or anything now. But, like, do they not know the regulations or, like, or anything? It's kind yeah, of makes you feel do. like you want to tell they someone do. inside the park to come out. They do, but they are playing on the fact that other people don't know the rules. So they're making well, money. Though, surely they have no jurisdiction outside of the park. They don't. Well, they don't have any jurisdiction in that area. It's not owned by Disney. Yeah, it's true. But that was just, I was like, Really? And there were loads of them. There was not like there was just one guy on his yeah. own. There were like three three guys like all waiting near the train station bit, just selling their selfie sticks. But clearly, the mini Eiffel Towers have gone out of fashion. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're not selling well. <laughs> no, they've moved on to something new. Okay, so that's all you good, bad, and ugly. However, I, as I established on my last trip, <laughs> yeah. the security is actually an outside company. Ah, yes, So it they is. probably really don't care that the one euro, one euro are selling selfie sticks. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not even being like sort of, sort of incon- like conspicuous about it. They drop all out with the selfie sticks, holding them in the air, waving them in the air. So it's not like they're hiding or anything like that. It's so. almost like the company needs um, to be checking bags for them as well, doesn't it? And that well, I not. mean, this is this is what I've always said. Like one of the things that it does right is that it has the metal scanners. But one of the things that does wrong is that you're not looking in the bag. And if no. you're looking in the bag, you see the selfie stick, and then you see. These are not allowed in the park, just so you know. Because yeah. there's there's no signs. You don't, I don't see any signs. I don't think I've seen a single sign on the way in. Yeah. Are they not? I, I've, I've not, not seen any. I haven't seen a sign, no. I can't remember uh, seeing any sign for anything. And I thought that the reason why they banned selfie sticks is to stop people using them on the rides. It is you would see they would show the, the pictures of like banning them on selfie sticks near the rides, but I see none. No. Uh, 
and of course oh I've gone not I don't know what I would categorise this but I got a little bit in trouble with the old French army didn't I oh you did <gasps> oh you did yeah getting cut like you know a little scoop for you guys mm. it was I took my first picture of you like I was well far away you can see I was zooming in and then I was like let me all oh, going back in now because that's all we can go we found an actual way where we can all sort of go around the problem area that it, they were blocking off yeah i was like you know let me just film this area so i did like a little scan from the train station scooped away round, and obviously filmed right directly at one of the army guys he went oh you come here i went oh gosh oh gosh this is it He's got a gun on everything i'm up yep gun on him full on everything i was like hello and he went no film no i went but I'm just entering the park. And he was like, but no film, no. Private area. I went, one euro. One euro. (laughs) And I was like, all right, then I'll promise I won't do it again. I'm sorry. Sidewalking away. No, delete now. I went, oh gosh. Okay. So I just had to delete it straight away. But doesn't it realize by deleting it, it goes to your delete folder and then you can just recover it from your delete folder and then. No, because I did it via WhatsApp because I did straight. Uh... Because I just went camera. So I was onto WhatsApp group with you guys and then went straight into camera. And uh, so we sent the photo to us by that point, and we then plastered it all over social media. (laughs) So that was a bit like, but there you go. So that's all your good, bad, and ugly, yes? That is. Excellent. It sounds like you had a good trip. Well, of course I had a good trip. Well, (laughs) yeah, you had the engagement thing as well. Can I just point right? You didn't put the engagement on your good list. Oh, yeah, that's going in the good list. Well, we announced it beforehand. Yeah, but you still, you know, you could have put it on your good list. A bit late now. A bit late now. You're now backtracking. (laughs) You need a spade for your spare hand. Um, spade for my spare hand. The yeah. thing is, the, the ring's a bit big, so I couldn't. I, I had to put it in my thumb. But don't worry, I told Mickey in the goodnight kiss. I went, Mickey, Mickey. And he kind of waved. So you know, the ring didn't fit. It's the, the proper ring, isn't it? Yeah, it's the proper ring. It's not it no Harry Bowler. It's not a one euro. No. One euro, one euro, engagement ring, one euro. It's not like a arcade grabber one. Didn't come in a little plastic in a, egg. In a cracker, yeah. Christmas cracker. He oh, okay. saved it from Christmas. Oh, that would have been nice. That's a proper one. That's all right. <laughs> we'll let him off as a proper one. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Right, let's move on then. So, um, we're bringing back Disney debates because we haven't done it for a while. And uh, we enjoyed it quite a lot last time and quite a few other people enjoyed it as well. Uh, I think I don't think anyone, ever, anything is ever going to beat Gareth's Star Wars Annihilation of Star Wars even though he's a massive fan Uh, but you never know because I might have some other nasty things uh, up my sleeve for some of you this evening so we've got Gwenin as well because she's going to join in and we're going to pit you all against each other and I've got a series of um, topics that we're going to do to start off with so I've got my list here and I'm going to do it in this order because if I don't I'm going to miss somebody and get it wrong so we're going to start off with Gareth versus John okay so your first one, boys. Uh, Gareth, on. you are going to be for. And John, you are going to be against. Okay. Right. Now, this is this one's inspired after recent uh, experience. So, uh, your topic is uh, Disney parades. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gareth, okay. you're for Disney parades. And John, you're against Disney parades. Um <laughs> <laughs> I know what I mean. Um, so I'm going to give you one minute each, and uh, we'll start off with Gareth because you're going to be four, and then we'll go to John afterwards. Right, Gareth, are you ready? All right, you count me one up. minute, starting now. Okay. 
Okay, the reason that parades are so amazing is because it's one of the few opportunities you get to, to see so many different characters from all sorts of different films, films that you won't necessarily have seen before. Um, I remember going to Disneyland Paris having never seen Frozen. I couldn't understand why everyone was so excited about these two women waving at everybody. So go home and realise, actually, this film's amazing. And without that parade, I wouldn't have known anything about it. Okay. Um, it's not just the the actual parade itself. It's the fact that it brings everyone that's in the park together to watch one thing and experience something which you don't you don't get with an attraction. Um, you don't even get with the fireworks because it's late. A lot of the kids have gone home. But a parade, middle of the day, everyone can come together and enjoy something that's that's so typically Disney. If you compare parades at Disney to parades at Universal, the boy there isn't a comparison. Universal parades are absolutely pathetic. Nobody does a parade like Disney. I miss, I miss the days when they had parades all across now the different it. parks. Time is up. That wasn't bad. Okay. Right, John, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think John's actually crying inside at this moment in time. I'm dying yeah. inside. <laughs> right, are you ready? John's against is, is bad for Disney. Yeah, it's true. Right, are you ready? Three, two, one. Ooh, the Disney parade. Big wow. As Gareth so eloquently put it, all those people in one place at the one time, I couldn't think of anything worse. The parade floats by and then everybody tries to scramble up and get away. Oh, what a load of nonsense. You could just take that time that that stupid thing's trotting its way down Main Street to be going on Big Thunder Mountain 40 times, assuming it doesn't break down. And also, the parades, they've got to make modifications to like <laughs> to actually get them through. They had a beautiful archway over Fantasyland that acted as an entrance. Yay! No, no, no. We're going to start building bigger, bigger floats, so we're going to have to knock it down. And then this is the problem. They get bigger and bigger and bigger. Where do you stop? Next thing you know, they're going to be flying airplanes over the top, and you can't see the Disney characters when they're on an airplane, can you? No. And then what happens? And this is assuming you can actually even get the parade to work you know we've just literally discussed it right now it's three floats that don't ever work so if i'm gonna go see a parade i want to see the full parade and they never seem to have the full parade working okay there we go (laughs) (laughs) oh man that goes against everything in my i know i I could hear every time how much it pained you every time you said something you're like but you know what nice idea i like i like characters in planes that could work (laughs) yeah Oh, right, so who's won that one? Uh, it's going to have to be John, I think. John's going to have to win that one. I can't, I, we can't beat John in this. The arches, well done, The arches, John. yes, his little Disney fact there. Um, yeah, it's got to be. Right, okay, moving on then. So, John, you're staying in. Okay. You're going up against Susan. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, indeed. So, okay. John? Mm-hmm. You are four this time, and Susan is against. Okay. You are four. It's a small world. Susan, you are against. It's a small world. Okay. Okay. Right. John, you're going to start us off. Mm-hmm. In three, two, one. It's a small world. What more can you say about it? It's an absolute classic attraction um, that you know, is is, is a staple in pretty much every park you ever go into. No trip to Disneyland, Disney World, is ever complete without a trip on It's a Small World. You get on that leisurely boat and you get to sail around and see all the different countries and it's not any way racist. And... (laughs) 
you know, six and a half minutes. It's nice, leisurely. It's one for all the family. It's for grandmas, grandpas, all the kids as well. You can even take newborn babies on it. It's not very many attractions at Disney. You can do that. And the message is spectacular. It's a world of laughter, a world of tears, a world of hope, a world of fears. Come on, there we are. We're bringing all the nations together under one roof to create unity and harmony. And we've also got to remember, this was one of Walt Disney's attractions. He himself was a big part of that. And the fact that it's got to go in so many parts says more about it. There we go. That's it. Time is up. I was wondering at what point you were actually going to mention it was a Walt Disney original. Yes. Whether that was going to come in or not. It popped into my head right at the end. (laughs) Walt Disney original. Yes. Right, Susan, you ready? Yeah. You got one minute. Three, two, one, go. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a. Does that sound a bit annoying to you? Because it is. It's so annoying. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. Wait for it. Such a beautiful it's a sentiment. It's a small world after all. It's a small world. I'm annoying myself right now. I honestly am annoying myself. I've been to like. Paris twice now in one month I'm I'm absolutely not bothered that I've missed it yes yeah, the thing you need to do but that's it that's it done I'm out of here it's on the list it's done and I think the only thing it's good for is I just need to sit down for a little bit because no benches are available that's the only <laughs> thing I'll use it for to be honest oh and I've actually realized it's a really good spot to watch the parade that's it from in the queue that's what I'll use it for. There you go. Time's up. Okay. Uh, this is quite an easy one for me. As much as it goes against the grain, I'm going to have to vote for John. And the reason I have to vote for John is because Susan spent the first 30 seconds just singing the theme tune. <laughs> which, I'll be honest... Which was just emphasising my part. Yeah, which is... Well, yeah. It was... In Susan's defence, that, that is the main drawback of the attraction. Though, isn't oh, yeah, it is. The music's... Yeah, in, well, absolutely. there's quite a lot of drawbacks on that attraction, but... Especially if you get so you guys agreeing with me? Are you guys agreeing with me? Oh, it annoys the hell out of me. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. And the oh. point, Shio Tamar. No. Raising the biggest point in the debate. No, because it's not about what I events. think. Because if it was about what I think, there's no point debating it. I'll just go, John wins. <laughs> um, it's the point is, who makes the best argument? And singing the theme tune in a slightly <laughs> creepy, childlike way doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad attraction. There you go. Okay, right. Next up, it's girl, girl on girl. Uh, yeah. It's Susan versus Gwen. Oh! Right. Yeah. Oh, what do I go here? Go easy on me, Gwen. Right, so oh, you two, uh, I am going to go. Um, you are for and against girls on the progress of Epcot since the 1990s. Um, <laughs> All right, okay. No, not really. I'm not that Look mean. <laughs> I've got Gwen Sayer going, I don't, I don't know anything. Um, no, I'm not really doing that. I'm not that mean. Um, okay, do you know what? I expected that. I was ready. <laughs> You're ready for it. <laughs> okay, in that case, Susan's going to stop now. Um, Susan. Yes, Adam. You are going to be against. Gwen is going to be four. And we are going for Moana. Oh, no. <laughs> and Susan starts to die inside. Uh, so Gwen's going first. She's for Moana. Susan, you're going against and the reason i know the reason i've done this is i know you love it susan and gwen's nah, it's all right so i've swapped you both around and see what happens right gwen are you ready yeah you got a th- you got a minute starting in three two 
one, go. Moana is a really excellent Disney film. It's back to classic Disney. Uh, it's really great to empower young children. The the powerful female actress playing Moana, uh, giving my little girls something to aspire to. What's her name? <laughs> keep going. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Some really great songs, really modern. Um, capturing and moving Disney forward with the um, song by the crab um, and the music. (laughs) Shiny. Um, The music's been written by such a new and inspiring um, writer. Um, I'm running out of things to say. You got 10 seconds, come on. Uh, it's just just a sing really shiny, great... just sing shiny, do that. <laughs> it's just a really great film um, and everyone should see it because uh, the kids love it. I am Moana. And thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Okay, you know less about Moana than I thought you did. Yeah. Okay. It's because I fell asleep in it. <laughs> yeah, this is actually genuinely true. We, we took the kids to see it the day after we came back from Florida at Christmas and I watched the whole thing. Gwen saw the first 15 minutes and no, slept no, for the I rest of it. No, no, I definitely watched until the crab came along. And the then crab. I yeah, the crab. I can't Shining. Yeah, Shining. Such an annoying song. Uh, oh, oh. oh, it is. Oh, no, it's terrible. No. Anyway. Um, no, what, you're supposed to be four. Sorry, it's amazing. What are you doing? Yeah, right, brilliant. Susan, it's against your turn. You're, you're against Moana. Okay. If And by the way, if you just start singing songs, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I want genuine reasons. Right, you ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, for a start, Moana hasn't really got a good princess outfit. It's not something I'll really put my kid in for a start. It's not very fashionable. It's not really fashion forward. Um, <laughs> Can I just say, she, though, that no, if it's no, hot... No, sh- oh. no, you can't say anything. Oh, um, there is a bad guy, which is Tamatoe, but to be honest, it's not, it's not like he's featured a lot that you can start to really laugh and have fun with the bad guy. In, I mean, and... Maui, I mean, to be honest, he doesn't show up until halfway through the film, so you're just waiting for him. I got, I nearly like fell asleep waiting for like Maui to come in. Like, why does he take so bloody long? Like, he's like one of the main guys. You would think he would come in near the beginning. So where was he? It, it kind of just, it annoyed me that it took a bit of time to get going till then, really. Because other than that, that's okay. You like can stop there. I'm, I'm being moaned at here. I've had to mute the microphone. Oh. It's not fair. You put me off. It's not fair. That's really mean. <laughs> this is also the first show where I've ever actually been punched during an episode. Um, so that's that's a new <laughs> one. Um, I'm 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 going to be impartial here. I'm going to pass it over to Gareth and John to decide who wins. Well, for me, I felt that Gwen had the unfair advantage, and that we all talked over her. This is true. <laughs> She got yeah. Um, however, Susan actually did put in more argument. Okay, so you're going, Susan. Yeah. Gareth. I'm I'm leaning towards Susan. Oh, uh, well. Susan wins then. Oh, right. And that goes again. That goes against my my beings because I love Moana. Oh, I love Moana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so next up, it's Gwen versus Gareth. <laughs> oh, I've got some really tricky ones now. Da, 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 da. That wasn't tricky. No. No, it's all right. Okay, so we're going. Uh, right, Gwen, you're against 
Gareth, you're four. This time it's the Disneyland Paris 25th anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) So you're four this one, Gareth. So you're going to start us off. And what's wrong? Are you wishing you hadn't come and joined us now? Yeah. Well, what what, what am I saying? Why they should have had one? So you're saying you're for the 25th anniversary. So you're 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 like yes, all the amazing stuff, etc. And Gwen's like no, we shouldn't have done it. Okay. Here we go, Gareth. You're going to start for the Disneyland Paris 25th anniversary. Three, two, one, go. Um, I think it's important that Disney let's recognise that they've reached 25 years because not everyone expects them to do that. Um, <laughs> <especially> <laughs> so it's, it's definitely a moment. It's, it's bigger wow. than Disneyland making 60 because everyone thought Disneyland would be a success. By the time we got to about five years, people don't think that about Disneyland Paris after 24. They still expect it to close tomorrow. <laughs> and they pulled out all the all the stops. They got all the characters that everyone wanted to see, like transgender Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the skin from Buffalo Bill. Why are you swattering all, all, all the best. This is making my job easier. Park, all the big films like <laughs> The Bear. <laughs> all, the, you know, all, the, all the minor characters from, from the Stitch films that I, I love with all my heart. Um, okay, you guys, not there. Gwen, just so you know, before you even start, you've got a tough time to come up against trans- transgender Jessica Rabbit. Can right? I just say, I'm, am I again? You're again. Am I again? <laughs> yes, you're I again. I just want to just clarify. <laughs> that, Gareth, that, that was said with all the sincerity in my heart. Gareth was using the against argument and turning it for four, I think. Oh, I'm not oh quite okay, sure. okay. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Poor Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I hope they bring her out as a meet and greet. <laughs> Maybe maybe at Halloween. <laughs> you never know. Oh, oh man. Right, Greenwich. Oh man. Right. Uh you're against the twenty fifth anniversary. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. It's just a big waste of time, really. What is the point in celebrating 25 years? It's not even like a massive anniversary. They've done one um, for 5, 10, 15, 20. What is the point? It's just spending loads of money that they don't need to spend. They had to find all of these random characters to try and bulk out the parade. And so they had transgender Jessica Rabbit scaring the living daylights out of children. Um, and uh, proving that Disney is, you know, going down the pan because they can't even get that costume right. <laughs> um, so what is the point of trying to make it look really good when actually, you know, it's already doing quite well, although it's losing money and, you know, they're, they're spending <laughs> loads of money on it. So why, you know, they've not got any money. They should be improving the park, not wasting it on a celebration that doesn't really mean a lot. Um, and all of the extra really expensive merchandise that they brought out that no one could afford to buy. Okay, there we go. Ooh, it's a tricky one. Again, I'm not voting on this one. It's a tricky one. So, uh, well done for getting Jessica Rabbit in again. I, yeah, I as an against was... reason. Yeah. <laughs> Scaring all which are probably true, scaring all children. It's not a lie. Um, Susan, where are you going on this one? Well, Gareth's opener was great. <laughs> But I'm gonna to have to go with Gwen. So you're going Gwen. I like the last bit. It's the last bit of the merchandising bit. And no one me. can afford. This is true. Yeah. Uh, John. 
Now, for me, I'm going to go with Gwen, and I will tell you why. Go on. Because Gareth didn't really argue for. I loved everything about Jessica Rabbit. It was just, yeah, the reason they've had the 25th anniversary is to celebrate that it got to 25 years, because everyone yeah. thinks it's going to close tomorrow. Not oh, thank God um, it got to 25. <laughs> if, you know, if, if, if your, if your great-grandma was knocking on her deathbed for 25 years and she made it to 100, you, you'd go all out. You would. Okay. Uh, right, so we're moving on then. It's Gareth versus Susan. Uh, Susan, you're for. Okay. Gareth, you're against. Okay. <clears throat> Susan, you are for. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Gareth, you are against. No, I've got that the wrong way around. The other way around. Gareth, you're for Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Susan, you're against Guardians but of the, the Galaxy. The Tower Terror Mission. This is the Tower overlay. Terror overlay. So you're against it. Yep. Gareth's for it. Okay. Because uh, we know how much Gareth loves it. So. Well, you know this is going to backfire after the Star Wars incident. But we'll, we'll see what it's happens. It's going to be. I feel like I'm already going to lose, to be honest. All right. Well, you, you try your hardest. Right. Here we go then. Gareth. No. I can't wait Susan. Gareth. No, Gareth. What's going on? Okay. Gareth, you'll start us off. Are you ready? In three, two, one, go. It's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, replacing Tower of Terror at Disneyland, California, is the absolute right decision because Disneyland California version was just a cheap, tacky rip-off of, of the Walt Disney World version. Um, it added nothing to the park. In fact, it was a massive eyesore, in my opinion. So what we're going to do, we're going to put in biggest film of the summer into Disneyland California. We're going to get people that won't ever have considered going to Disneyland California going here because they can go and see Drax the Destroyer and the raccoon guy whose name I can't remember. Um, <laughs> Tower, <laughs> Tower, it's, a, it's a dead franchise at the end of the day, isn't it? I, anyone under 30 doesn't know what Tower of Terror is, but they, they know who Guardians of the Galaxy are and it's definitely something that's going to stand the test of time, unlike... Twilight Zone, which I mean, when was that, was that even on? Like 20, 30 years ago? We need to move with the times next step. There you go, that's time up. Uh, no one under the age of 30 knows what Tower of Terror is. You're going to have to stop no, using these um, age analogies. I, 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 I turned turn 30 it. last year and I'm struggling with it. I'm sorry. Okay, fair enough. Uh, right, Susan, it is uh, your turn. You are going to be against it. Uh, are you ready? Three, yeah. two, one, go. So the overlay is supposed to be about the collector's museum, I presume. I haven't watched the movie. I've only watched the movie twice, and I can't even actually remember that part of the scene in the movie. So I don't understand why they've even used it. It's pointless. If they were going to do it, they should have used a different part of the story. Something a bit more like where a bit more where you are Star Lord or something. I think it's a waste of time. They couldn't think of anything else to be honest. They felt like they had to do it. And it's just it they it's just a waste of time, and and a waste of such a beautiful building that that is now that that is the Tower of Terror. And even though let's say if no one doesn't know what the Tower of Terror is, there's a story within it. You you know about the story once you go onto the ride. I don't know what Tower of Terror is, but I understand it whilst I'm on the ride. And every ride should have have a story. And I just don't feel like I, the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to portray the story very well and show off Guardians of the Galaxy if they had to. Okay, there's your minute up. Okay, interesting. Oh, where do we go with this one? Uh, oh, I'm really no, it's, torn. It's a bit hard because we both kind of went... 
we did it all are both against and for but different ways yeah i'm, I'm, I'm genuinely I'm, I'm torn about whether i think it's a good idea or not now to be honest because i do i do think the, the building looks really nice yeah and actually i think the story's going to work the story inside should work the story's based on the second film, isn't it? Well, f- yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I don't think it's a very good idea. You don't like it, no, do you? No, I can't remember it in the first movie. So in the first movie... Yeah, he was in the first movie. They go movie. they go to the Collector to get the orb, uh, which has got the Infinity Stone inside it. And yeah. while they're there, the Collector's Museum basically gets a bit destroyed. Um, and at the end of the first Sorry, film, the end credits. The end credits is um, the the collector's still there. So the story is, and you'll be pleased to know, I'm not a massive Guardians of the Galaxy geek. It's just I watched it this afternoon. That's what I can remember. Um, <laughs> the story is that the uh, Tower of Terror is now uh, the collector's museum, which you're going into. And as you go through, there are exhibits that the collector has, has taken from all over the galaxy and as part of this exhibition he has captured all of the guardians of the galaxy and they're all being held in these bespoke cages over this vast kind of empty mm-hmm. space of which they could be dropped into at any particular point which um, from pictures i've seen um as i'm taking is to be what would be like the reception of the, the so, yeah. so yeah the reception area is kind of the the first bit of the museum and then the yeah, the, the room here, yeah. The room yeah. that used to be the library is going to become like the collector's office before you go nobody's through. Nobody's seen any of which that Which nobody's seen any of that, yeah. So um, the idea is that all of the Guardians of the Galaxy are in these cages being hung over this massive kind of empty void. And Rocket has escaped and is asking for your help in order to save all of the other Guardians. So when you get into this lift, you're actually going up to where all of the guardians are, and they've all of the actors from the film have filmed things for the new ride, and all of the action happens with new sound effects. You've got Rocket helping you, and also it's all themed to the kind of eighties sort of mixtape that he has from the film. So you, yeah, it's I think we've got is it six six different versions. Something so like that, yeah. Six ride sequences, um, and each ride sequence has its own storyline and its own um, music. Yeah, apparently so. But the whole the thing that gets you when you get into Tower of Terror, it's got nothing to do with the ride itself. It's the people and the atmosphere it creates. Yeah, but I think yeah. the, I think yeah, the museum I'm... might still do the same thing. No, though. I think it's still going to be no. creepy. It's not yes, going to be but creepy. No, but no, I think it will. <laughs> I think it's because the, the museum's it's... creepy in the film. But if not, if you've got Rocket with you, it's not no gonna Rocket be... won't be too late. Let me. But you're not going to have. What are they going to be dressed up as? Because obviously you've got the Bill, the Billmans. That's obviously a good character for the cast members to be. I would guess what some are the people who work in the museum. Because the you meet the collector. Yeah, they'll be like curators. Yeah. The, the collector, I believe, you're going to meet in the old library, and then you will go through, and I think it will be yeah, curators and museum workers and that sort of stuff. But they've got some the opportunities they have for some really good technology in the queue and stuff will be really good. Yeah. Let's we'll see. I don't think it'll have the same impact. Probably not. But then again, what would you but do? But it now to it has it now has proper rewritability. Yes, it does, which it doesn't have before. Anyway, we're completely off tangent because <laughs> we need to work out who's who's winning this one. I'm going Susan. I'd go Susan. Susan wins it for me. Just. Conspiracy. Um, conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, you've not won one. Oh wow! You peaked too soon. That was the problem. That's what it was. Right, Susan versus John. Oh, uh, Susan oh, versus John. John. Bring it on, oh, 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 Susan. Oh, what shall we go? Where shall we go? Let's stick with the movie theme. Uh, 
John, you are four. No, Susan, you were against last time, weren't you? So I'm going to go, Susan, you're four. And John, you're against. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Captain America Civil War. I've never seen it. I've never oh. seen it. Oh, so this isn't going to work then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not <laughs> going right, to work. We'll go Thank for... God, John, you said you didn't either. Wow. Okay, we'll go for um, jo- Susan, you are four. And John, you are against the acquisition of Marvel Studios. Well, that's going to be in... So having bought Disney buying Marvel. Okay. So one's four, you're against. So Susan, you're four, John, you're against. Okay. 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 I can't believe I managed to pick a film that neither of you have seen. I'm disappointed in the pair of you. <laughs> right. Susan. Am I four? Yeah. You're four, so you're going to go first. Are you ready? Three, yeah. two, one, go. So Disney buying out Marvel is... I, I think it's a great idea. In terms of they already bought Star Wars, so to add that sort of more boyish side that make like so boys can get involved in to bring in marvel is absolutely fantastic so having that sort of superhero match sort of genre match you with the princesses with the, with the little ladies is absolutely fantastic i can see this going huge to the point where you have a princess hall you'll obviously have a hero hall and i can't wait for that and it it the sort of vibe that kids will get off now from both sides is going to be amazing and I can't I can't wait it's such a good idea in terms of it it brings more characters more interactions more parks as we already can see happening in different uh Disney parks now which I can't wait for them as well and it's just given a bit more sort of a contemporary vibe to it than that sort of oldie oldie fantasy there you go, you can stop there. Right, so that's you four. We're going to go to John, who's going against the acquisition of Marvel. Uh, Mar- I was ready. Starting in three, two, one, go. Marvel. Who the hell cares? Seriously? <laughs> Who actually cares? Disney have got enough on their plate with buying Star Wars, which, let's be honest, was stupid. And buying Muppets, which, let's be honest, was stupid. So, they, you know, so then we're going to move on to Marvel as well. You can't even look after the cast of characters that you already have without adding some more into the bloody mix. Seriously, come on, Disney. You've actually now got to the point where you're making sequel upon sequel upon sequel. And then you've kind of gone, oh, it's working for our Marvel movies. Why don't we start doing it with our classics? Frozen 2, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Seriously, come on, get an original thought now and move away from that. Also, you know, Marvel superheroes. Oh, come on. Universal have already got that. They've already got the, the Marvel characters down pat. Why do you feel the need to do it again? And then by taking over the Marvel, you're just going to be doing stupid things like turning the Tower of Terror into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Woo! No one ever asked for that. So I don't know why you've even bothered trying. Okay, well done. Stop Ooh. that. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm, oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> oh. I'm actually hurt by some of the things John's just said. Yeah, John. <laughs> I... I'm tell how how much he meant some of it. Yeah, that's that's also <laughs> the concern that he actually meant a lot of that, didn't he? I didn't actually. Did you not? Are you sure? No, I promise. Uh, John wins that one for me. I, I agree. It's got to be John. Uh, right. Last one then. We're gonna go John versus Gwen. Oh no, he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Right, you were four last time, weren't you? So you're going to go against. John's going to go four. Okay. Okay. So John, you're four. Gwen, you're against. And the topic is the the inclusion of Donald Trump in the Hall of Presidents. Oh, you're Ooh. just nasty. <laughs> oh, 
you're against I'm Donald against. Trump and John is for. So what we're about to do is we're about to reduce. No, you can't stop over. We're about to reduce our American listeners by a huge amount. Uh, just like to say for the uh, before we start this that none of the views about to be expressed are that of the Disney Brit Podcast and are just of John. If you want to know where John is, please email us and we'll give you his address. Uh, <laughs> right, John. <laughs> John's Twitter is this. Please, if you want to unsubscribe. <laughs> right, John, Trump lover. Uh, oh. And I mean the person, that is, not the actual <laughs> human action. Uh, you're <laughs> you're going to start in three, two, one, go. One of the things that we can always guarantee that Disney is, is that they're always innovators and they're always forward thinking and they're always trying to keep up with the times. So I think the fact that they're going to include Donald Trump in the Hall of Presidents actually makes total sense. He is, at the end of the day, the President of the United States. And you can't really have the Hall of Presidents without every current uh, president. You know, plus he does... Oh, I'm really struggling with this one. Um... And also, why would you not want to make an animatronic of Donald Trump? You, you could be styling that hair, um, <laughs> painting that skin orange. You know, it's going to give the Imagineers, you know, quite a lot of leeway. You know, we're all going to be looking to Avatar Land for the, uh, you know, the state of the art um, and audio animatronics. No, no, no. Head over to Hall of Presidents where you'll have Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> maybe he'll make a lovely speech about building walls and, and you know because that's famous face it disney is famous for walls. okay so that Disney is famous for <laughs> this is a fair point uh yeah maybe they're going to put something in his pocket you know bill clinton apparently has something in his pocket Does he? You know, yeah apparently so um which um is a re- apparently is a um kind of link to monica Lewinsky. what a pair um, of her underwear no a a gentleman's device ah yes uh, in his pocket, apparently they put one in there. So, oh. so if you check Donald Trump, he's probably gonna have like the launch code for Russian missiles or something like that, or yeah. Hillary Clinton's missing votes. I don't know, something like that yeah. in his pocket. Um, or just a little note that says "lock her up." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're against. Oh, I hope he's just tweeting. Yeah, he might be. He might be there just tweeting. Yeah, it could be. That's Sweden. <laughs> Damn Sweden. Uh, right. Anyway, it's all getting political. Right, okay. Uh, Gwen, you are against Donald Trump going to the Hall of Presidents. Are you ready? It's lucky you've seen it. It's lucky I dragged you in. Right, uh, starting in three, two, one, go. To be fair, I don't even know why they bother keeping the Hall of Presidents open. It's possibly one of the dullest half an hours of my life that I've ever spent. Um, But anyway, uh, Trump going in there, he is totally against everything that Disney has ever stood for. Um, He has no understanding of um, integration or any of the other things that Disney really stood for, and yet they want to put him in one of Disney's iconic rides um, and make a complete mockery of everything that has ever stood in Disneyland. Um, And let's be honest, look at his face. It's enough to make most people vomit in their mouths a little bit. So it's going to be quite a messy show once everybody has seen Donald Trump. Um, And let's be honest, most people will try and throw things at him so it might become quite a dangerous ride from all of the bottles flying. 
Ooh. I think it's safe to say that Gwen won that. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah. And she, she's just made a very valid point. She's I didn't very even, valid. Which yes. I didn't even consider is that, yeah, Disney won't put Uncle Remus in Songs of the South for fears of offending people to do with slavery and racism. But they're putting Donald Trump in the Hall of Presidents. There we go. It's going to be a bit of a hazard ride, to be honest. It's just quite a valid point, which I hadn't really thought about. It used to be the ride that you'd go in for a nap. It's going to be the ride that you go in if you want to get bottled in the face. (laughs) (laughs) The the only only ride I genuinely fell asleep on in Florida was the Ellen DeGeneres one. Oh, you did. The Universe of Energy you did fall asleep on. Um, (laughs) There is a risk, I think, that they might have to have security in the auditorium because people might want to try and ruin Donald Trump. I think they genuinely will. I think they're they've genuinely, got to. Yeah, people will. They've got to destroy him or they've got to have security. Oh, security. Have security. oh okay. Yeah. You're advocating violence him. in the Hall of Presidents. Shit. Um, right, so uh, let's look at what the final scores are then today. <laughs> Gareth, you've come away with nothing. Sorry. Oh, um, I demand a recount. Okay, I've recounted. You've still got nothing. Um, next up, Susan and Gwen are on two each. Yay, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Go, girls. Yeah. And the newbie. My first time. Yeah, it's your last yeah, time as well. Um, Did and... you say last time? Yeah, I know. He's so nice to me. And <laughs> that means with three, the winner is John. Can I just say though, I'm just going to put this out that I do, I still John, beat John though. You still beat John. I'm yes, you did beat John. John but it's I just, beat John. Anyway. Uh, so John's the winner, which is which is pretty good going. There you go. Right, that's it for the show. That's all we've got for this week. So it means it's time for everybody's favourite bit, which is this. Everyone's dancing. See what's happening here. I know what's going on there. So anyway, thank you very much for joining me. So thank you, John. Thank you. You can take that victory for the next couple of weeks now. Absolutely. I'm going to live off of it. Yeah, stick it on your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. And thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Susan. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I see what you did there. Thank you, Gareth. Yeah, whatever. And thank you, Substitute Gwen. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thanks for coming on, Gwen. Isn't it nice? Yay, yay. Yay. It's all right, because very soon we're moving house. You won't be allowed to be in the same room. It's all good. Um, And uh, (laughs) thank you all for joining us and listening. If you want to uh, keep up to date with everything that's going on, you can go to DisneyBrit.com where we've got all the shows. We have to say hello to somebody. Who do you have to say hello to? Oh, we do. We have to say hello to somebody. No, I'm going to pause the music briefly because I've completely forgot. Uh, We were out... um, we were out doing some mud runs. You know, we do this mud run stuff, which is silly. Uh, and uh, while we were doing our mud run stuff, uh, I was approached by Rodrigo, who came up and said, hello, um, I spoke to you on Facebook and I listen to your show and it's great and I love it. So I thought, oh, I need to do a shout out to Rodrigo because I completely forgot to say. So uh, hello, Rodrigo. Thank you very much. Anyway, Hi, we're Rodrigo. There you go. Hi, hello. Hi, Hi. He lives near me as well, which is even weirder. Uh so uh, if you want to keep up to date, as I said, you can go to our Twitter at Disney Brit, and you can go to DisneyBrit.com, find all the past episodes on there. They're all the correct ones now, I promise. We've uploaded the right ones at the right place. And you can go to Facebook.com forward slash Podcast, where we're uploading all sorts of photos and images, some that were allowed, some that the police are going to stop, but we just do it anyway. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. We've got a bite size. Well, hopefully we'll have the whole crew together, he says. He hopes. Um, I think Katie be back. Katie. Katie. Since she said it was been a year. Yeah, it has been a year, and it's still going. Can you believe it? Year wind anniversary. Have I missed anything? Have I forgotten anything? 
I don't know. I don't think I have, but that's it. So we will see you in two weeks' time. Until then, see ya. Thank you. Thank you.